To the Ether. Today is Monday, March 27th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Fetch AI Spaces, the Ignition Campaign Launch. Let's take a listen. Hey, everybody coming in. Um, we're really, really excited for today's Twitter Spaces session. Uh, as many of you guys know, we have already announced uh, the beginning of the Web3 Ignition Campaign. And we're very, very excited to be able to provide you guys with more details today with uh, the CEO and founder of Fetch AI, uh, Himayan. So I'm going to be bringing him up so that we're able to talk to you guys more about what this campaign entails. Um, and yeah, we're very excited for, for things to have started and for, for what's going to come. So yeah, I'm, uh, I've invited Himayan up to the stage now. So we're just awaiting him to arrive and then will be ready to go. I will also, we also will have uh, Kamal Ved, um, who is the CPO at Fetch AI. And so I will also be inviting him up to speak as well. And I'm, I'm hoping here, I may have to just invite as speaker. <laughs> it's uh, of course not a good Twitter spaces session unless some kind of technical error happens. So it could be my mistake. <laughs> Hi there, Hermione. I seem to be in, hello. Yes, it works. You can hear Awesome. Me. Perfect. That's great. Yeah, thank you for coming on to Twitter Spaces today uh, to talk to the community directly. Um, I'm sure you've been seeing the community discussion around the Ignition campaign and our excitement for actually being able to reveal the Ignition campaign and more details as to what's to come. So, yeah, thank you, as I said, for, for coming on and talking to the community. Well, I, I am really quite excited about this uh, Spaces session. Uh, I've been looking forward to it. I'm actually quite excited about the Ignition campaign itself. I think, I think this, um, this whole um, Ignition campaign will bring awareness to everything that we've been doing so people can see it. And that will hopefully ignite more interest in Fetch. It will ignite more interest in... Uh, product development around Fetch product, um, the platform itself, and hopefully we can really accelerate from here on. Um, do, you, do you want me to kind of start, or shall, are we waiting for Kamal to join in? Or oh, I did add Kamal as a speaker, but I, I think we're good to to start. If you'd like me to start with the opener, yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, sure. All right, awesome. I think that the, the main first thing that the community is looking to have addressed here is, could you explain what the Ignition campaign actually is and how long we're expecting it to run for? Right, so the Ignition campaign is to showcase the technology, the use case, and everything we've been working on, but in phases where you can interact with it, you can actually build um, 
and try it out so that people can actually see what it's capable of doing. Um, but to do that, you can't just dump it um, you know, out there. Um, you have to kind of uh, show how it works. You have to show what it can do and talk about it and give people time to kind of absorb it. Uh, we've been building quietly quite a few things. And th there is a method in this madness. Uh, I know a lot of people have in the past uh, said, oh, you're doing too many things, how they connect together, how they uh, interact with each other. So this campaign, the Ignition campaign, actually enables us to show you uh, how one, how the technology works, what it is capable of doing, how does it come together to deliver a commercial solution. So this is going to be between three and four weeks campaign where we're going to showcase different things. We're going to talk about different things. Um, we will tell you more about what we're doing with who we're doing it with and where we are all going. I mean, this is quite an exciting time, as we all know. Um, Chad GPT is really brought to everybody's attention how AI is very, very useful. But what what is missing, and I think I think the listeners would now appreciate it because now this has already been out. Um, Chat GPT and GPT four has been out for a while. People can see that yes, you can ask the questions, and in textual manner, this whole um, kind of AI space is great uh, because it's really, really kind of bringing to the front what it is capable of doing in terms of text, in terms of coding, in terms of um, generative. Uh, different art, um, generative text. But what is still not here, which I think is going to be the next big phase, as I see it, which is going to be coming very soon, is to actually execute all these things that, you know, this large language models bring to the table. How do you actually deliver a outcome, an execution layer? And that's what Fetch has been working on. But there are multiple components. And just just to kind of people to understand a little bit more um, how, how this is going to all fit together is if you look at um, connecting this with your previous older models of uh, e-commerce models, perhaps, it, it kind of is clunky. You, you can build solutions, but they're not elegant solutions. They're not efficient solutions. And I have been saying this for a very long time. What you have to understand is that the search is going to change. The world of search is already changing. And I, I know the listeners know this. But what is really exciting is that it's going to change way more than what it, we're seeing right now. And, and the reason is if you look at the services sector, if you look at the IoT sector, you know, the, the impact is on all of these sectors. So we, we really wanted to show our community and you know people who are not part of the community but we want to showcase them the technology is how you can build solutions on with this new technology a lot easier so there will be there will be things which you'll be able to uh, see and visualize how all of this is going to fit together yeah so um, yeah that's that's uh, that's really the overall view of it awesome yeah, I, I, I think that'll be really, really great. And, you know, as you kind of had, had mentioned there, like, 
the great thing about this is that it's it's going to bring together all of the tools and all of the like things that Fetch AI has been working on and showcase it in a way that's accessible to a lot more people. So if if anybody is looking forward uh, to essentially getting your hands on Fetch AI technology and what, what's been being built over the last few years, this is going to be your opportunity throughout this campaign, which is very exciting. So the next thing I actually want to talk about in regards to like the Fetch AI technology and, and what has been being uh, built is I wanted to know was the high confidence, I guess, was or was high confidence at all in the current tech stack that Fetch AI has built one of the core reasons behind switching from being a predominantly research and development focused uh, organization to now trying to become more product focused. Yeah, I, th I, th I think there's there's a couple of things. So we, you know, you in technology, you can be a bit too early, you can be a bit too late, or you can be just on time, um, which doesn't happen often, which is the unicorn moment. Uh, we, we, we're, we're not going to pass any judgment on that. But what needs to be understood is that we have been in this market for three years, right? And we have been telling people, hey, this this autonomous execution, uh, this um, AI is coming. And, you know, there, there, there's generally triggers which happen. Now, I think OpenAI did a great job. I mean, we, we saw some huge leap um, with DeepMind, uh, which although, uh, and, and I think if you listen to my previous conversations, uh, as I was saying, the biggest problem was how do you commercialize any of this? As the, the problem with DeepMind was uh, that the technology was just too ahead of its time. It didn't have any rails to commercialize it. OpenAI's uh, GPT model is a lot different because they had thought about, you know, how are we going to commercialize? But, but now if you extend the same thought, uh, and the timing of this thought, which how it came together is, you will see within within weeks, within months that, and we're already seeing that part of this whole uh, kind of landscape uh, heading that way, is that how do you use this GPT technology, this large language model technology? How do you use that to automate? That would be the first step. Then the next question is, okay, we automated, but do we, you know, we've heard many times this is going to replace Google, but how? I mean, uh, if you if you want to execute a task, you need to get to that. So you can you're starting to see these API integration. So the timing for this kind of technology to convert that into a product is now. It's it's here. It's coming, and that uh, is one of the key catalysts in us deciding. And and we did this you know, four or five months ago, as, as probably the community knows, that this year our focus will be on product. So we're just about at the right time. We see the market in the right way because we feel the products are now what need to be developed, integrating it with these this AI technology and then delivering a full solution, which is not a clunky solution, which it would be with these APIs. But there is a an even more interesting thing which is going to come out of this. If you look at what we've been saying, aggregators are in the middle. Why are they in the middle? Because the technology doesn't exist to connect them. With something like the large language models, you now have broken that barrier. But the next stage of breaking that barrier is to, to connect the consumers and suppliers and to build those rails 
which are commercially viable for people to use. And that's really why we decided to change the focus into completely the product side. So hopefully I've answered it in an overall way because uh, so it's the timing we feel is right. And obviously the technology we feel fits in uh, correctly with what the landscape looks like. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think that that's, um, that's a really good way of explaining the situation to, to everybody. And yeah, like it really does boil down to timing of all of these events. Like you said, Fetch AI has been an, uh, essentially an early believer um, in this space and in you know AI and Web3 coming together. And now it's a, a good opportunity to kind of take that vision and the, the tech behind it and you know make, make the situation work out for the best. So yeah, it should be very exciting. Once again, for anybody wanting to have your hands on this type of stuff or, or see it in action, um, this is all stuff that is, that's being worked on. So it'll be very exciting to see these releases come out. And actually on, on the topic as well of um, releases, we did just announce today uh, that Notify is out. So if anybody is unfamiliar with um, what Notify is, or if you missed that post, because it was quite close in relation to us announcing that the ignition campaign is, is now started, um, Notify essentially allows you as a user to download the Fetch wallet on your browser extension, works for all of them, including Firefox. Uh, and you'll be able to get notifications directly from the source. So instead of having to worry about if you're looking at, you know, like a scam account on Twitter or on Telegram or, you know, where you're getting your information from, you get information and notifications directly to your wallet, secured in your wallet. And you can utilize that to try and stay up to date with all the information. And, and this will branch out to, you know, other organizations being able to, to be involved as well for secure deployment of notifications. Um, but outside of Notify, one of the like questions we've been receiving a lot, um, Hemayan, has actually been, is there anything else for product releases that we can expect to see over this next week, even specifically, or even into the future of this campaign? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is, this is all about releasing products, right? So I'm not going to spoil the fun by telling you what the products and how they're going to come, but you know, take it from me, there's going to be a lineup of products we're going to be showcasing. But but before we do that, let me just, um, I think people, uh, I, I am sure there will be this question. Okay, well, you did some notification in the wallet. So so what? What's the what's the purpose of it? Why why are you even doing it? But what I, what I want to kind of frame, and I guess notify is, although it's a side product, but but you need to understand the logic behind what we're doing. And that's really why I'm here. I'm just trying to kick off this campaign that everything we're going to be releasing has a reason. And let's let's talk about Notify for a second. Um, why, why do we need messaging in a wallet? Uh, I mean, at the moment, we, we are in the Web3 space. We believe in the Web3 space, although I know there's, there's plenty of bad news going around. <laughs> um, but Web3 space means that you have a wallet, which is your interaction point with the with the web3 space now it shouldn't be limited to web3 interaction right if we really want to go and do stuff in web3 we need to capture the web 2.0 so i'm a very strong proponent of web 2.5 so that you want to make this transition as smoothly as possible so now one one key thing that we have in this world 
uh, is uh, communication. So a supplier, a, a buyer, multiple stakeholders, projects, everybody has to communicate uh, with each other to deliver a task, to deliver a value, to exchange value, to exchange any service. And to not have that as part of what we're building would be would be a big mistake because it needs to have these features because you know as you know we are agent based multi-agent systems so we're going to be bringing agents here in and how do you communicate with people with confidence who you're communicating with is a very important part and notify is that step towards achieving that kind of channel so so really, it's to keep you guys updated, but also it is a channel which needs to exist between stakeholders of this whole new ecosystem, this whole new market which is coming, and the ability to, to connect with that market, the ability to connect with the stakeholders, is a very important thing. And, and you have to be able to do it with confidence. It builds the trust. Because if we're going to do this without the middle companies, without the aggregators, trust is a very important part which needs to be uh, thought through for a commercial product. And communication and the trust starts with communication. So, so that's why it's quite important. It's not just a, oh, you can get notified by this app. It's the ability to to have it in your wallet, which you control and controls the communication. And you can build that confidence that when you get this communication, it is from the people you're expecting it to be from. So that's, you know, as we now already kind of opened up Notify, you can see the logic behind it. Yeah, for sure. And th thank you for the expansion on that um, in, into what Notify's end goal will end up being, or I guess what it's it's currently working towards. And that is something I guess that is important to note that it, it is a good um, bridge, I guess, as you've put it, between Web two and Web three in in that kind of in between phase. So, yeah, th thank you for elaborating on that and providing the community more more insight into that. And. Um, yeah, the other thing that I wanted to actually ask, though, is you've kind of even mentioned that outside of even just having product releases, which will come in as we're going into the future um, over the span of the campaign, you also had mentioned that even just outside of product releases, there is other stuff to come as well throughout the campaign. Is there any other idea that we can get as to what developments we can kind of expect or if there will be developments outside of product releases happening throughout the campaign uh, well i mean okay we we did some partnership announcement previously but but um you know and there might be some others to come but uh, but the main what i what i really want to not take away the focus from here on the ignition campaign is that guys we've been waiting for this, we have been waiting to launch these products in the market. Now, generally, when you launch a product, the uptake is what we need as a project, as a community. We want people to be using this. What I see the most important thing here is that um, we, we managed to do it. Uh, the timing is right. The demand is there because we can see it coming. It's launching this product in the such a way that people then want it. 
And that really will trigger other things. And I don't want to go into detail of what those other things could be, but I'm just generally saying that a good product would result in people using that product. And that's what our objective is. And all I want to do at this moment in time, and team is working as hard as they can to launch these products so businesses, individuals can actually start interacting and building on top of it. There's going to be integrations with things, which you will see over time through this campaign, uh, which will be quite exciting integrations and in how we execute things in terms of uh, uh, you know, autonomous execution. The, all these things will come uh, during this campaign. Uh, but I, I want to really, you know, the exciting bit here is the ability to launch these products and then invite people to actually interact with them. Yeah, awesome. I mean, that that definitely still, that answers the, the question extremely well to have like this be around product focused things with, you know, still having the the end goal in mind that there will be integrations from, you know, other organizations or other individuals. So yeah, once again, thank you for that. And the other factor that is definitely um, noteworthy within what you've been talking about here, and especially what Fetch has been talking about uh, recently, in fact, we even had a Twitter Spaces session with James um, from the microagents team talking about this, but microagents specifically seem to be a pretty consistent focus uh, in, in the products that are like being built out by Fetch, essentially. Uh, and I wanted to know if microagents essentially have been proving, I guess, to be an effective ease of use over the previous method of releasing agents. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think, uh, and it will get better and better. Um, the integrations will get better. Um, the, the the exciting bit, which I'm I'm really quite excited about this um, this space. The reason why I'm excited about this space is that the application is not limited to one vertical. It can be in DeFi. It could be in uh, you know. A microservices sector, it could be in hosting sector, it could be in travel, it could be, it's so wide and it's so varied that, you know, you could apply this everywhere. So really the, you, you know, it's a game changer. Um, combined with perhaps AI, which is coming, uh, it's, you know, and, and as it, that improves and as this this technology improves, the combination could be very interesting to watch over time. That's great. Yeah, once again, thank you for um, elaborating on that more. And yeah, we definitely hope to see more people uh, come to adopt the microagents. And if you haven't actually listened back uh, to more information about the, the microagents, we did actually release a blog recently, which you can like read on the website if you do have any interest in that, as well as you can look through the documentation. Um, but yeah. The other thing actually here that I wanted to kind of ask about is given the focus on product releases, uh, can we expect, and I guess you kind of did slightly answer this already with microagents, but can we expect that the whole of the tech stack will become more user-friendly, eventually reaching a point where even non-developers could seamlessly integrate uh, or create and deploy agents? Our ultimate objective is, and, and that's where the space is going, is to not necessarily have um, 
that um, restriction uh, about developers. Of course, the developers are needed. They're going to come and they're, they're going to have to build. They're going to have to do the the groundwork for you know users who are not uh, fully tech savvy. But our objective is that these micro agent deployments are going to be very easy. We're going to keep making them easier. So there is a very low code or no code kind of structure there, and that that is. That is definitely uh, the objective. Uh, of course, it will take some time, but um, but we're getting there. Awesome. Yeah, that, that once again, that should be, hopefully we can see that coming in, in the near future as, as they do become easier and easier to use. Because, yeah, the, the more people who can get onboarded, the better. And I mean, I guess to be fair, the, the microagents themselves are already kind of uh, an more user-friendly version or a better adaptation uh, than the previous just agent framework that existed. So already the stage that they're at has greatly improved that. And as you said, it should be nice to see it improve even further from where we have with microagents. And the other aspect of this, uh, especially when it comes to you know integrations and whatnot, is how can other Web3 projects that have been following you know Fetch AI for some time get involved and what would be the best course of action for them to take to get involved with us? Well, as, as we said, I mean, if you want to keep up to date, Notify is a very good channel now. Uh, of course, I mean, Twitter is obviously always there, but, um, but I think if you don't want to miss something, uh, you know, we, we're going to be using Notify to let people know. But, but we also, as I said, over this time, over this period, that's exactly the point of the Ignition campaign that we're going to not only showcase things, we're going to actually show you how to build things. We're going to tell you about them. We're going to show you build multiple integrations with things so you can actually deploy them a lot quicker. So follow us, download the wallet, uh, keep an eye on Notify, and we, we're going to kind of handhold a lot of the developers to take us through this whole process. This is all new and it's moving very fast. And, you know, uh, I think. Uh, OpenAI GPT has really changed the game here. And you just have to imagine what could be delivered, integrating things and, you know, enabling the execution faster, smoother. And, and we're going to show you all during this campaign. And we're going to carry on showing it until the next campaign. But, um, you know, this is, this is only the beginning. Yeah, of of course. And and I think an important factor to note as well is if you were a developer or another team who's even interested uh, in trying to get yourself more acquainted with microagents or the agents in general, or honestly, any part of the tech stack, we do also have uh, members of the team who do hang around in our in our discord. We actually have a developer hangout channel. So if you have any questions um, as a developer or a team that wants to get involved, definitely go uh, you know, through our website. You can go on the website now and look at the, the footer. It should be there for our Discord link and ask any and all questions that you have. Uh, and we'll try and get you set up as much as we can to, to start working with the technology. And actually on, on that note, uh, for external development teams that let's say want to be able to even contribute to the tech stack that we have, Given that uh, the project is is open source in pretty much every single aspect, how could you see individual developers uh, consistently contributing? What would what would you say? I guess is the the hope that we would like to see from community developers. 
Well, here's a little bit of a difference. So if you look at something like OpenAI, which not which is not open, so um, I mean, it's not even, I guess, a joke anymore. But um, but but the technology Fetch is building is is kind of different in a way that you can actually, we're going to provide you tools to have AI uh, to be integratable uh, and people to use it and train it um, in an open collaborative kind of manner. So all of that will be available for users. So it doesn't matter where you fit in. Um, the community will, uh, you know, the whole, the whole space is uh, kind of exploding. So you really, you know, if you, if you're a, a vertical expert and you know, where the marketplace needs to be built, you could build a, you know, you could you could come and join and help with that part. If you're a machine learning uh, person or data analyst, you want to join building better models to do different things. That is another part. Or if you're a coder, you want to write some integration tools to get the agents integrated with some other services or, uh, you know, decentralized kind of economy. Uh, kind of service economy, you know, th these are the kind of things which we're going to be building over this whole period. So, you know, there are many, many places for developers, in, independent individual developers or small companies or, uh, you know, projects to get involved. And you could actually kind of um, mold it in the way that you want to mold it. Um, the whole... Um, you know the, the the beauty of the whole system is that because it's open, because that was the main objective of Fetch, was that you're not specific to verticals. It's an open system which we want people to build on so that they can create their own verticals. So it's really quite an exciting time to to build this new world, which which kind of will deliver hopefully on the promise which Internet was built on which is, you know, no middleman. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and it's, a, it's a great way of being able to describe that as well, is that, you know, even the, the concept that external developers are able to not only contribute exactly to the project itself, like every aspect of this being open source allows for that. And it really does, you know, show that that, that is the, the core difference between, you know, Fetch AI being a Web3 open source project in comparison to, as you've mentioned, something like OpenAI. The joke, as you mentioned, once again, being that they're not open source, you can't contribute to that and you don't really own any of the stuff that is being produced on there. Whereas in the model that has been spun out by Fetch AI, is the difference there is that when you create your microagent, you own your microagent. It has a set of keys that like you access and those are yours. And so those interactions are all, you know, a guaranteed security thing through your own your own use. So it 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 will be really interesting to see how other projects kind of finally see this, you know, grand image that has been created by Fetch AI. Um, where you can actually still provide this like same types of features and stuff that OpenAI has created, but we're helping to create that in a way that makes it so that everybody who accesses AI also has control over the AI. Which is, um, yeah, I, I think that that's a it's a good mission to have. Well, we, we're gonna see we're gonna see a lot of um, yeah. I mean, we, we're gonna see a lot of development here. Um, it, it's great to see what the technology can do, but it will be it will be interesting to see what the regulator is going to do. 
<laughs> so, so you know, you you have this big model which is sitting in the middle, which is you know all knowing. Uh, is that what we want? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's something which the governments, the regulation will uh, will be looking at very closely. I'm sure. Um, but but the the beauty of our what we're proposing is that you know the ownership, the auditability, it's open. It's uh, the ability for people to actually. Uh, own the models and use them and be able to interact with them uh, without a centralized kind of entity that that's going to be very interesting um, in how how it kind of gets around some of these complicated regulatory issues yeah i would i would absolutely agree with that because that is something at least from what i've seen um from from europe especially uh, it seems like there is a much larger focus on people having a lot more security and control over their data of who gets to access what and how much information can be stored from each place. So, yeah, like as you mentioned, I mean, I know personally, I don't like the idea of one singular company having this line of applications where they're using your data to build a thing that they're making money off of. You're essentially like even it's one of the things that I've I've even been told since I was extremely young, which was just like if something is like free, if if nothing is necessary like in the product, but someone is at the back end making money off of it, then it's not necessarily free. You're paying for it with your information. And that's kind of the model that OpenAI has has chosen to go with. And I mean, even them switching from a nonprofit to a for-profit business, I think will be interesting how, how regulatory bodies see that type of switch. So, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, Whereas, I, I guess, I guess uh, it's not cheap to build such models. Uh, you have to, no. you have to somehow uh, make the you know the economic sense out of all of this, um, but what is um, you know what, what is interesting here is that um, you know if 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 you look at what Chad GPT and what this whole GPT market has done, uh, th- this is a user interface effectively. So you can speak to this AI and the AI can do things for you. So. I mean, I think if you just let your imagination run a bit more, you can see that um, you don't need too many different UIs to interact with everything. Um, why? Because your all-knowing UI, which is your, you know, the AI, effectively can do everything. Right? It's not doing it right now because it doesn't have the rails to do it. Once it has then why do you need multiple AIs, uh, multiple UIs? Uh, you know, you could just speak to this one thing, which could then go and execute things, you know, and give you the results from all these different verticals. But, but that's where you need to think. Uh, you know, th- that problem is now near enough solved. You don't need 10 apps to do 10 jobs. You can do one app and 10 jobs. So, but 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 what's missing is how how do you execute those jobs? And you know, people will come up with multiple uh, user interfaces because I think text is one, voice is another. You know, touching uh, menus, this, that, and the other. But that's all going to evolve, and this is what is exciting. This time is such an exciting time because we don't know what 
is going to stick and what isn't going to stick. So, yeah, we'll just have to. Uh, and that's why I'm really pro the developer community coming and trying out different ideas so that, you know, we, we, we will, you know, one of them will stick. Some of them will stick. So that's really the exciting bit. That's why we don't want to be the only one. Yeah, and, and um, even to add to that point, um, as, as mentioned earlier, if you are a developer who's interested in this technology uh, and want to get involved with it, then you can actually get connected with our developers on Discord who will help you. If you have an idea and you need to just troubleshoot you know, connections between um, microagents or even other aspects of our, our tool set, then you can go onto there and there are going to be developers who are willing to help you. And hopefully that point gets to the point where there are so many community developers who have been helped as well that community developers can start helping other community developers. So hopefully it ends up being this kind of, you know, never ending cycle of the whole aspect of it all being open source, of it being, you know, community contri uh, contributions that can help build it even further. Uh, same goes for the the social aspect of being able to help other developers. So yeah, there's plenty of people who can join in and, and help you if you are interested in building with this technology. But yeah, uh, once again, on the, the topic of Ignition, um, I only ask this just one last time of you, uh, Hamayan, if you will, just because there might be people who joined on a little bit later who maybe didn't hear the very beginning of it. Uh, would you at least in brief summarize the ignition campaign goal and what, what the reasoning behind it is? Yeah. So we wanted to showcase and give you a uh, kind of a feel for what the technology we're building, where the applications are, where the integrations with other projects could be. Uh, we wanted to raise the awareness of our community, other communities, which the, you know, the solutions they can build on it. And that's what Ignition Campaign is all about, is to bring that awareness. And we want to showcase what we have been working on, how does it fit in the whole uh, current AI space, and where where can you actually leverage it to deliver some really interesting solutions? And you don't have to be a big team to do it. I mean, AI has been mostly big teams. We're going to bring it bring it to everybody so that you can actually use it and you can deploy it and you can actually build new business models. And that's that's what Ignition is about. In in this whole process, we will showcase a different product. We will showcase some integrations. We will show you. Um, how you can make uh, money out of it, perhaps, you know, deploying it as a business, uh, how, you know, or, or, and, and some, maybe some other news in the middle somewhere. Um, so, but, but this, this is all as a, it's, it's, a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So, and the whole objective is to excite the community, excite the people and bring more people in to start building on Fetch. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for the summary, just in case there was anybody who missed it. And was there anything else um, regarding the Ignition campaign that you would like to be able to kind of say to the community um, or anything else even outside of Ignition that you'd like to, to say while we've got you here? Um, I, I feel very excited because this is such a great time. Uh, I, I know, as I said, you know, crypto is having a bit of a tough time regulation but but this is this is real value which is going to come to this space uh, i really want 
to you guys to feel that and and I really want the community to get involved in it, tell other people about the technology, bring them to build these solutions, come and join in. And really, let's amplify this whole thing, uh, because this is the right time um, as AI and generative AI really takes hold of this whole marketplace. There's not you know, that many verticals where this doesn't apply. So I, I really feel quite excited about it. and. Uh, and I hope the community does too. And uh, Ignition is all about bringing you on board this journey, which we are taking uh, uh, towards actually deploying these new way of doing things. And yeah, hopefully uh, you will see that over the next two or three weeks. Awesome. Yeah, I yeah couldn't have said it better. So thank you for for coming on, Himayan. And as you know, has been mentioned throughout this. If you haven't already, make sure that if you want to be able to follow along throughout the Ignition campaign, download the Fetch Wallet. It is available on the Chrome store, which you can get on like Brave, Chrome, Microsoft Edge. Uh, Firefox has it as well now as an add-on. Make sure you follow along using Notify. Um, and yeah, we're, we're extremely excited to be able to come out with more announcements uh, throughout the coming weeks. So absolutely make sure that you are paying attention uh, to what's going on. And we'll be excited to provide you guys with some more exciting news. So, yeah, thank you to everybody who has showed up for this Twitter Spaces session. Uh, and we will be able to provide you with more info in the coming days on on what's next to come from the Ignition campaign. And, of course, a massive thank you to Himayan uh, for you coming on and discussing this all with the community today. It's always a pleasure, as usual. Um, I do feel quite excited. So I was quite um, pleased to come and speak to the community. But thank you, everybody, for attending. I really hope you enjoy the next few weeks of uh, uh, Ignition campaign. Yes, of course. It, very, very exciting times ahead. So make sure you guys are, are paying attention. And as I said, make sure to get the Fetch wallet so you can stay updated with everything. And yeah, thank you for everybody listening in. I hope you all have a great rest of your days. Thank you. And goodbye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Fetch AI Spaces, discussing the Ignition campaign launch. Recorded on Monday, March 27th, 2023. You can find this and all the other Fetch Spaces at FetchAISpaces.com. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two 
big thinking energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab messing with new recipes gotta mix and match flip the latch let your rhythm scratch no shit spitting facts with my vision smash big trip aristocrats dishing out a list of trash missing wisdom this fish is too big to catch better let the missus know where you hit the stash watch your next step bro before you hit the traps walking on eggshells tripping over landmines and I'm about done dealing with these damn lies man I'm looking at this planet like a franchise chastising to digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move chase a view just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good so kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two show me what that thing could do two plus two Tempest Spaces.